0: What actually is development? A journalist once asked Gandhi, What do you think of Western civilization? To this question, Gandhi answered, I think it would be a good idea. If we ask ourselves what development actually is, I think that we can use this anecdote as a great starting point to think and discuss the concept. In a lot of people's minds, development is mostly about economic growth, that is, the increase of the gross domestic product, that is, the increase of production and sales of goods and services. And it is true that development is probably some of that. However, As you will discover in the readings along this class, economic development and economic growth are not quite the same. Development is about much more than just the increase in the production of companies. Development is about people and their relationship with each other and with the environment at large. Development is about the way humans organize the materiality of life and are able to provide for themselves in terms of quantity, but also in terms of quality and of course in terms of equity. To give you some concrete examples, development is about how human communities provide for themselves in terms of food, health, Education, housing, security, peace, culture, etc. And actually, these items are some of the ones you will find in the Human Development Index developed by the United Nations, for example. When looking at this non exhaustive list, you realize the relationship between economic growth and development. Of course, economic growth will determine whether you are producing the goods and services that your community consume, but it will also give you some clues as to what you can sell to other countries to pay and import the goods and services that you do not produce as a country, but that you do consume. National production and sales also determine how much money you can put in public services, such as education or health. The sale of production is taxed by the State, and with that money, the State can pay for public services. If there is little production or little sales nationally or internationally, local consumption and exports, then there will be less taxes collected, and hence less money to spend on public services. So, what conditions production and sales? You can produce and sell goods and services if you have access to natural resources, energy, labour, capital and technology. These are the basic ingredients that economic growth needs to function. Different countries will have different ways to grow economically, depending on their initial endowments. A very large proportion of what we call developing countries have an exceptionally large pool of natural resources, such as petrol, or wood, or minerals. Think about Brazil or Indonesia, for example. These initial generous endowments in natural resources have allowed those countries to export massively to finance parts of their development. Other countries did not have these endowments and have instead based their development on the production of services and technology improvements. Think for example about the case of Singapore. In general, when you bet on the sale of services and technology, you have to sell basically high-skilled labour. So, the precondition to this is to educate your population. At the other end of the spectrum, if you have been lucky enough to have a large pool of natural resources, you will mostly need cheap labour to extract those resources. So as a country, you will be less focused on education, and you might get trapped in this cheap labour situation. If you want to learn more on this, you can look into the literature on the terms of exchange. So, how much you produce is important to finance human development in that it conditions the amount of tax you can take to pay for it. But other factors are also important. If you produce a lot, but you have a very low tax rate because you want to favour private interest, then you might not be able to finance your public services. If your country is plagued by corruption and tax evasion, You can also be in a situation where you produce a lot, you sell a lot, but all the tax collected goes into private hands and not to the public sector. So far, we have made the case for countries where there is actually a public sector. But increasingly today, all public services have been handed over to the private sector, so that, in fact, public services provided or following market incentives, in other words, in this situation, if the public service is not financially profitable, then it is not rendered. The Covid crisis is a massive revelator of all the pitfalls of the different development models that have been followed worldwide in both developing and so-called developed countries. If we start looking at different countries, we can see that some have not been able to protect their population from the pandemics in spite of their massive economic powers, mostly because the public sector had been underfunded. I engage you to think about the example of Trump's USA. But of course, the developing nations are the ones that are the most hit by the pandemics because, among other important factors such as education and population density, they lack the initial financial means to have set up a large and efficient health sector and also because they do not have the financial means to pay for the vaccines. The vaccines all have been discovered and produced in richer countries by private companies rather than the public sector. Development is definitely a complex and systemic issue.